Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Nutricide, Nutrition is Science. I'm your host, Ethan Chen. Today we're going to be talking about how overeating sugar as a child may lead to long-term problems as an adult. This study was published just a couple days ago uh, in the journal Frontiers in Neuroscience and basically suggests that children who consume too much sugar could be at greater risk for becoming obese, uh, hyperactive, and cognitively impaired as adults. So uh, as usual, I'll read the abstract of this study first and then we'll break it down a bit more and go through the findings with a little more detail. The study is titled, Long-Term Overconsumption of Sugar Starting at Adolescence Produces Persistent Hyperactivity and Neurocognitive Deficits in Childhood. Uh, Alright. Sugar has become embedded in modern food and beverages. This has led to overconsumption of sugar in children, adolescents, and adults, with more than 60 countries consuming more than four times the WHO recommendations, Recent evidence suggests that obesity and impulsivity from poor dietary habits leads to further overconsumption of processed foods and beverages. The long-term effects on cognitive processes and hyperactivity from sugar overconsumption beginning at adolescence are not known. Using a well-validated mouse model of sugar consumption, we found that long-term sugar consumption at a level that significantly augments weight gain elicits an abnormal hyperlocomotor response to novelty and alters both episodic and spatial memory. Our results are similar to those reported in attention deficit and hyperactivity disorders. The deficits in hippocampal dependent learning and memory were accompanied by altered hippocampal neurogenesis with an overall decrease in the proliferation and differentiation of newborn neurons with the dentate gyros. This suggests that long-term overconsumption of sugar as that which occurs in the Western diet might contribute to an increased risk of developing persistent hyperactivity and neurocognitive defects in adulthood. So immediately when I read uh, the title of the study concerning sugar consumption and these uh, negative effects, I wanted to know what they meant by sugar, right? Because sugar itself can be used under many different contexts and so it's important to uh, know clearly what we're talking about in this case. So sugar can be, uh, for example, literal table sugar, right? So sucrose. Uh, it could be measuring blood sugar levels. So like with glucose feeding or any other uh, derivations of these kinds of uh, sugar molecules. And of course, we have to remember that sugars are present in many different foods that may have different effects on your health, uh, like in a soda versus an apple, right? So uh, in this case, we can see that the quote-unquote sugar uh, being addressed for negative effects is added sugar. Uh, You know, things like uh, in foods and beverages, processed foods especially, and 
this idea of the Western diet or, or the uh, standard American diet, right, SAD, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's, a, it's very low nutrient quality and high amounts of things like sugar. Uh, these can be cookies, pastries, ice cream, and other snacks, desserts, and sweet drinks, uh, which are the leading sources of added sugar in the U.S., according to data from N. Haynes, the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. So, you know, uh, these are things that we might expect. Um, but what we might not expect is how these things have really long-lasting effects past the uh, immediate, like, you know, uh, energy that you get. And uh, although it's pretty clear that too much sugar is bad for you, uh, people tend to focus on reducing their sugar consumption as adults. Uh, you know, whether that's uh, to lose weight or to deal with metabolic issues or just because they recognize that it is healthier. Um, but as kids, there tends to be a lot more leeway uh, in terms of eating lots of, you know, things like candy and snacks and desserts. Uh, could be because people think, you know, that's just how kids are like, you know, uh, or, or they're growing, stuff, stuff like that. And the article mentions that kids are consuming some 100 grams or more of added sugar per day, which is just crazy. Um, I mean, that just can't be good no matter what. And meanwhile, recommendations from the World Health Organization, for instance, uh, recommend about 25 grams per day or less. Uh, so now there's been a lot of interest uh, into studying how dietary patterns uh, as a child can actually predict certain aspects of health down the line and uh, how the things you eat now are still important and play a role in our long-term health. And so uh, looking at this study, uh, the study used a mice model uh, and going back to what we were saying earlier about sugar, so they fed them sucrose, right, uh, basically table sugar. Um, and what they found was that the less sugar the mice consumed, the lower the risk of the sort of uh, uh, sugar-induced weight gain and other health problems that they experienced. The researchers report, our study found long-term sugar consumption, a 12-week period with the mice which started the trial at five weeks of age, at a level that significantly boosts weight gain, elicits an abnormal and excessive stimulation of the nervous system in response to novelty. It also alters both episodic and spatial memory. These results are like those reported in attention deficit and hyperactivity disorders. And so to explain how they drew these connections based on the results with the mouse model, and then connect it back to humans and childhood versus adult dietary patterns, uh, they further explain that human trials would need to be done, but it suggests a link to the long-term overconsumption of sugar beginning at a young age, which occurs more commonly in the Western diet, and an increased risk of developing persistent hyperactivity and neurocognitive deficits in adulthood. While the concept of... Uh, sugar addiction and the classification of sugar uh, as a substance of, uh, of abuse are still being debated. 
there is increasing evidence of overlap in the brain circuitry and molecular signaling pathways involved in sugar consumption and drug abuse. People who consume sugar and food to regulate energy balance, but also for pleasure and comfort. This hedonistic desire for palatable food is reward-driven, and overeating can impact upon even override our ability to regulate. It is increasingly considered that unrestricted consumption of high-sugar food and beverages within the Western diet might be linked to the increased obesity epidemic. A strong association between attention deficits, hyperactivity disorders, and being overweight or obese have also been revealed. Taken together, okay, and this is the most important part of, uh, of this sort of uh, conclusion, these data suggest that sugar-induced obesity may participate to the developing pathogenesis of ADHD-like symptoms in Western countries. In children, higher sugar consumption correlates with hyperactivity and in adults, with inattention and impulsivity. So now I think it's a little more clear uh, with that in terms of the scope of this experiment. You know, not a randomized control trial or anything like that, like I would have expected with this sort of title, but really just adding to the existing data on sugar consumption and disease prevalence um, and making associations based on those. Uh, so for instance, while the overall sugar consumption has dropped since the mid-1990s, uh, obesity rates have climbed. Uh, this rise in obesity rates could have resulted from a delayed effect of excess sugar, um, which suggests that adult obesity may be driven by higher sugar intake over a lifespan. And now this is supported uh, by the mouse experiment, uh, which, by the way, was uh, or it was supposedly a quote-unquote well-validated mouse model of sugar consumption. Uh, so that was what was mentioned in the article. But still, obviously, uh, there's a lot more to be investigated before we can really start to form a sense of solid conclusion, right? So the researchers note. Recent evidence shows obesity and impulsive behaviors caused by poor dietary habits leads to further overconsumption of processed food and beverages, but the long-term effects on cognitive processes and hyperactivity from sugar overconsumption beginning at adolescence are not known. Furthermore, it is unclear as to whether chronic overconsumption of sucrose starting from childhood would have the same negative impact on our nervous system, emotions, or cognition throughout adulthood as other addictive drugs. But this study does show quite clearly that long-term consumption of sucrose leads to significant weight gain and produces persistent hyperactivity and learning impairments. So I will say that a, a big step on this issue for sure. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of NutriSci, Nutrition is Science. I'm your host, Ethan Chen. And thank you for taking the time to listen in today. If there's a different study or article out there that you find interesting, please let me know in the comments or leave a review on NutriSidePodcast.com slash reviews, and I'll make sure to read up on that and bring it in for discussion. Also, if you have any other questions or comments, I would love to hear them as well. And let's continue to learn and talk about nutrition as a science. Until the next one.